Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Monday, November 16th, 2020, and uh, it was a pretty eventful weekend. Uh, guys, did you see Matt Gates, the, the congressman from Florida? He got mad at uh, Barstool News Network. Did you guys yeah. see that? Yeah, called us trash. Yeah. Yeah. Said what was the guy with the fake son? Yeah, the guy, the guy that's horny. <laughs> Called us sexist and, and and misogynist for telling him he was too horny for posting, mm-hmm. you don't know, like thirteen pictures of women in red dresses. Where right. he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like dog, like dog <laughs> tongue emojis." Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wait, Look at this, this guy. Is, <laughs> this is the horned up guy that essentially claimed to have his fake son Nestor so that he could uh, horn on his be- mom. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, well, and he's also just horny all over the place. We had so he he called BNN trash for for being but womanizers for suggesting that he's horny all the time. Yeah. And then Mark, you know, we all had evidence. Uh, Mark replied with the thing he did of Tiffany Trump uh, with like nothing but emojis, obviously a horny tweet. Um, uh, He was laying down on a couch with Kim Guilfoyle, obviously another horny move. Just lots of evidence of him being, I think though. Weird for him to respond to that, right? The the tweet was like, why is Matt Gaetz so horny with evidence of him being horny? And then he, and then he just lost his mind. Right. Not, not something you do unless you kind of are admitting how horny you are. Oh, such a horny move. Also something that you do if you had us on your mind, which brings me to my conspiracy theory is Matt Gaetz macho man 69. Cause connecting Uh, the dots. Remember the, 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 the very in-depth, Negative review from Friday. Uh, Macho Man 69 seems like a fat shamer because he was saying how fat we are. Matt Gates recently got unfat. So mm. it's a big time move of a recently skinny guy to then turn around and fat shame his, like the people who are, are still fat. Uh, also, yeah. a big time move of a recently skinny guy to just horn all over everything and yeah. just bang it all. Mm. All the stuff, all the stuff he couldn't touch. Yeah. Now he's got hands. All the stars are aligning. I think that, I mean, Macho Man 69 sounded like a conservative perspective to me. I mean, regardless, he's got to be front runner to be. I mean, he's our only suspect right now. Yeah. I, when gets. I when I lose weight, I absolutely start making fun of fat people like Pat, who who <laughs> like gives me shit for being fat is my first target when I'm underneath. <laughs> as Pat soon as you're Pat. lighter than yeah. Pat, you just. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Except uh, I haven't been fat, fat my shimmer. entire life. <laughs> Wes is a huge fat shamer. Well, you're you're never been now, fatty. <laughs> No, not as fat as Wes. Wes has been a fat kid his whole life. <laughs> That's very true, which is why I go to it when you're fatter than me, which you are now. Hey, yeah, but we could do a side-by-side and people would still be like, oh, Wes is fatter. I never fat shamed my entire life and I had a well, six-pack for Maybe a decade, from the waist up. And you guys are all over me. 
I, 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 Will, Will, and Wes, did I ever fat shame you growing up when I was in very good shape? Nope, never. No, but I get shit on. So thanks, Pat and Wes. Oh, you, uh, you whatever, bro. You, you literally <laughs> hung your entire prowess well, on your athleticism. Look, all of well, this, yeah. What you and don't seem to recognize. What you don't guys, seem to guys, recognize. We're losing focus here. We're losing focus here. This is about Matt Gates. This is about Matt uh, Gates. Fat I was the king us. back then, and that's right? exactly uh, where I wanted yeah, to go. You, and, and, yeah, you're. you're just I was the king. You're peaking now because you're the best at everything, right? I was the varsity soccer king. I am the most popular man on earth. I am Pat Cassidy. Now let me name drop five names for you. Uh, we have intern Patricia here. <laughs> On their here. knees, they were. Jeez, you must have uh, had a tough weekend. Pat. You're being a real like a, cocksucker. Worked like a charm. Yeah, go ahead. Guys, pick a fight with Matt Gates the day after I call his office and very nicely ask for an interview with him. Oh, wow. Well, I get a notification on my phone, and then I have to send another follow-up email and be like, ha-ha, you saw that? Yeah. Do, you, do you think you still want to come on? What, like, well, what a, perf- what a te- perfect Technically, storm. yes, that is funny timing, but technically no one on this... On this stream started that no no one right. Matt yeah. it was that, got caught was by the, the BNN team that being Matt horny. Was horny so. things in the hard factor account. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's true, Patricia. <laughs> you you tipped us off. You you've heard. You're now in DC, and so guys. Anyways, regardless of whether Matt Gates is Macho Man sixty nine or not, he probably is. Thank you for all the attention. I would just yeah. say that before we yeah. move on. And please come on the pod, like Patricia. Also, Macho yeah. Man sixty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patricia, I wouldn't sweat it too much because yeah. he picked a fight specifically for attention, and I bet you'll get a callback from his comms people. Yeah, I yeah, mean, why we should he... come on and settle settle it. He's horny. We're horny. Mm-hmm. Takes one to know yeah. one. Let's. Uh, yeah, let's we're not saying we're not horny. Like, right. why, is this guy so, why is nothing so wrong with being horned up? Yeah. I think his feelings were a little hurt. I think he's a fan, and I think maybe his feelings. That's what got I'm a saying. Hurt. I think yeah. we jilted him, and he's Mm-mm. now he's got yeah. he's all over us on all fronts. Not a fan. If he was a fan, he would have <laughs> laughed it off and said, I, I, I am. I don't I think we really burned. Horny. Think or gotten back to Patricia. On funny thing. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah. Did you tell him you were a lady, Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> I've met Matt before. He knows he knows I'm a lady. Do you have a do you have a red dress, Patricia? Because you will certainly guess. I'm in my closet. I'm looking at like four. (laughs) That does seem to catch his eye. All right. But (laughs) Patricia is joining us today uh, to because you were lucky enough to join uh, or attend the Million MAGA March in D.C. on Saturday uh, over this last weekend. Uh, uh, An event you sent us pictures from. Thank you very much, Patricia. Nice job taking pictures there. There was hundreds of thousands of attendees from all over the country. Uh, mostly like pretty tame pictures uh, is what you sent us. It was mostly like people with like voting signs. So uh, they, there was a ter- person with a sign that said Marxist steal votes, which is nice. There was the sign of uh, when the revolution comes, the Indians and blacks go first. Welcome to the new world order. Oh, the, whoa. That yeah, the but- Fox News anchor literally stopped what he was doing when he saw the the the, the, the camera feed of that sign. But the, there were. Yeah, these ones are were from Patricia's own uh, feed. The next one was just Biden. It was a Biden uh, like acrostic poem saying he was the biggest idiot Democrats had ever nominated. Patricia, what what was the experience like being there? On the ground. Oh, that one's kind there of were a lot of cigarettes. That okay. was there was just cigarette smoke <laughs> everywhere. There were very few masks. People were just ripping cigs, maskless. There were a lot of people in um like bulletproof vests walking around in groups, like they were uh, protected. Okay. It was very it was scary a little bit because I was like, Why are all these people like in like souped up gear? I didn't see a lot of like the Antifa people. There weren't a lot of them during the day. And then I guess they like showed up at night. I was there for like three hours. It was like fine. There was like some sketchy like 
alt writers having their little thing like off that the side. The, and that, that's the vested up people, right? I'm assuming they they stuck around no, the, the late night the, festivities. No, the the alt righty people are like kind of young and a little bonkers. So they had their own thing going on. And then there were a lot of like middle aged to older men in like military mm. oh, gear yeah. or like old military gear. Like what your like uncle has left over from Vietnam. That's what they were wearing. Rocking those. Outside of SIGs, did you see a lot of like, uh, was there a lot of alcohol, like flasks or anything going on or no? No, just a lot of, there were quite a few odd ducks. I was like right at the front where the speakers were though. So I think I was by the really dedicated people. There were like quite a few babies too, like a lot of kids just around. Seemed kind of like a family event. Atmosphere for a child. Yeah. Yeah, I've driven past a couple of, you know, these protests done by what you can, you know, the the right. And they they look like they're just ready to guard whatever it is you tell them to guard at a moment's notice. That's a security team, like a mall security team. That's Uh, that's so so what was it? What was it to pro? What was the rally for, Patricia? I guess that's my one question. I can't. Here's here's a quote uh, that Craig Johnson from Florida gave to The Guardian. He said, I haven't slept much since the election because I'm sad that Donald Trump is not our president. He's going to be our president, though. So Craig has no fucking idea um, uh, who who won the election. Is that is that what the is that what the what the rally was over? I mean, is it people protesting the media calling it for Biden? What is the 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 main point of the march? From everybody I talked to there and all the signs, people are protesting what they perceive to be the stolen election and the media. And the media gave the march like little to no attention. Um, But it'll get I think that it'll get a lot of attention because I would I would imagine the D.C. how D.C. politics is that the mayor is going to blame the uptick in COVID cases in the coming weeks, like probably on the march because it was like a huge gathering. Two weekends in a row. They had the Biden celebration Mm -hmm. one weekend. Now the march the next weekend. It's going to be COVID city, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we'll get we'll get to some COVID stuff in right. the next story. Okay, well, so yeah. so that's so that that was the purpose. And and Patricia, you like you said when you were watching it, pretty pretty tame, no no, no kind of violence. By Saturday evening, after you left, uh, it devolved into Antifa or whatever you want to call the counter protesting group showing up and like tossing fireworks and, and offering to fist fight any uh, straggling uh, Trump million MAGA marchers. I think we got a video, uh, Bubba, if we could play that from what, like the scene uh, from the nighttime, basically. Oh, my God. So, so that's an M80 uh, that counter protesters showed up uh, and tossed at some uh, Trump supporters who were eating on a on a patio. Basically, I mean, it was like were they Trump like supporters boys or just were, people eating. They were just probably just people eating on a Good patio. They're just old people yeah. eating. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Anybody who was out, basically, but, well, if you that, were out at night, right. there was there was there was people from both sides <laughs> yeah. dressed up in lacrosse pads, ready to fucking fist fight. No but good those times. Pe- those people that threw the M80, like the Antifa crowd, there was chanting, uh, "While you're dining, people are dying," and they were all there was there was like so many more of them than the diners, and they were so much closer <laughs> together like than the diners, and they're spitting through megaphones. Like they clearly don't care about COVID because they're out there spreading it, but they're but they're claiming that's why they're throwing. M80s yeah. at people. It yeah. was a mess. It, it was, ain't Corona. It was no, a mess. They're not, out there for, they're not out there because of Corona. They're out there because they saw people in Trump gear and they, they wanted really to fight. Them. They yeah. want to fight. People want to fight. Patricia, did you see any of that bullshit? Or are you gone before all that happened? 
I heard a lot of tough talk by the people I was standing near. Like, oh man, if those police weren't here, like we'd fuck we'd, we'd fuck them up. And there were a lot of like middle finger offs between the the left side protesting and between the MAGA protesters, and there were like a bunch of cops. So people were just be like, "F you, f you," and it was the most cringy thing I've seen in a bit. Like it was so awkward. I didn't get a good video of it, but um. Yeah. I think I just think at night people felt safer to like fuck with one another. I would never I mean just in DC on the everyday, I would I'm I I'm a Trumpy kind of a Trumpy person, I would say. Like I'm I like the president, whatever. That's like pretty open if you follow me on social media. I would sure. never wear MAGA gear in Washington, DC because I I don't want the risk of like someone you don't want trying to square it up, up to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like that's, that's, that's just like not wearing- something like a sports yeah. knowledge. That's like wearing like uh, the, whatever team is playing against West Virginia in Morgantown. Right. Don't Morgan's yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> don't do that. Don't put it so on your don't put a bumper stuff. sticker in your car either. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it makes you, unfortunately it makes you kind of a sitting duck, especially when there's so many of these people yeah. out at night, just like, yeah. The and the police, the nighttime was ridiculous. Cover of darkness, baby. That's when the, that's when the uh, come out and play. Antifa come out at night. Antifa <laughs> yeah, come and the police out at night. Be everywhere in the city. So shout out to Julio Rosas, uh, who got that video that we just played. Um, we've had Julio on the show before. He got some good coverage that night. The final tally, Patricia, like you were just talking, the uh, D.C. police did a pretty good job. There was only one stabbing and 20 arrests out of like you know, hundreds of thousands of people there. Really not that bad, uh, which isn't even like Reno Santa pub crawl numbers. So actually, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we just saw the worst shit actually on social media. And in the end, like uh, the D.C. police did a pretty good job. They actually got both the firecracker guy and the sucker punch guy uh who yeah. but the proud boy turned out actually started it before he got sucker punched on that other yeah that guy video. the short video so, where he gets knocked out is is absolutely disgusting and, and it still is uh but he definitely like stomped on some dude's head and like like pushed eight guys and like threw a couple punches right up before yeah. that yeah, yeah. I, I think uh i think uh patricia thank you for joining and, and giving us your take from the ground but i think uh, my take after watching all that bullshit on social media all weekend was just everybody who's like hyped up to fight people fellow americans in the street in your lacrosse gear or whatever your hockey pads just fuck off just cool knock it the fuck off just stop yeah you know if you're wearing a bulletproof vest out to a rally take a look take a thought about that right like as well like just all going out of the street for battle just calm the yeah. fuck down yeah either you shouldn't be at the rally because you need to wear a vest to be there which is just stay home or uh well, yes, what Mark said, really. Just yeah, think about chill, it. Chill out when you're cool thro- off, when you're everybody. slapping on that bulletproof vest. Think about it. <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I buy this vest? <laughs> yeah, you're like you're just pounding your fist, just getting ready, ready it, to fuck. Was it protest. dress up like Fifty Cent for Halloween? <laughs> if so, leave it there. Everyone, are both uh, ugly, ugly, and ugliness on both sides. Gross. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks, no, Patricia, for, for coming and giving us the inside look. Yeah, thanks, guys. All, All right, right. Moving along, do you guys want to do the obligatory uh, Monday COVID update? Oh, yeah. 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 It's still here, guys, and it's not going anywhere. We heard the vaccine will be readily available in April, I guess, except for in New York State, according to Trump, because Cuomo said he would never take a vaccine from the Trump administration. So he won't be sending the vaccine to the entire state of New York. Oh, uh, I which, think I, he, which then they're upset about now, right? Right, it's, right. Because okay. Cuomo said he'd never take a vaccine, <laughs> and Trump said, well, we won't give you one. Uh, because you won't take one, and and we found Productive. out that Pfizer's shit won't be like readily available like to 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 you know the the overwhelming popu- population until at least April. So right. that kind of sucks. Um, also, I don't know how Trump's going to withhold but the good it to news New York about State that was if he's that 
December was like some people. If you got on the, if you know how to get on the inside list, some people are going to start getting the Pfizer in December. Well, Pfizer's producing it before they asked for the emergency authorization. Just, I'm sure they ran the numbers, whatever the numbers are, and it's still worthwhile. Really need it. Yeah, for people that really need it, you'll get it before you. Play, How do you get on that list? You yeah, know, for December yeah. you got to be an essential well, what's, worker. What's up old? with Cuomo and Trump? Yeah. Like, why is Cuomo saying I would never accept a vaccine, and why is Trump saying okay, it's even like though Pelosi I'm probably not president? They're I won't just yeah. they have this like like horseplay love affair relationship. Idiots. It's the same. Uh, Anyway. New, York will, New York will get the vaccine as of soon course. as it's available. Of right. <laughs> he's not. He's also not going to be in office. No, I think like, what Cuomo said is it, Cuomo said if the scientists say that it's acceptable, then I will take it. But if Trump says if it's just Trump, he's not going to take it, which I understand what he, where he's coming from. Right. Because Trump is the same guy that said to inject bleach and said that, that he was joking and then tried right. to Trump up hydroxychloroquine, who's got an investment in. So, yeah, to I be feel, clear, I Cuomo's, Cuomo. Cuomo's made some bungles on the coronavirus too, like not oh, shutting down his state nearly the worst enough death time. rate by yeah. a billion and, percent and writing up. No one will ever book. catch up. Yeah. Anyway, the book is stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else happened besides the Pfizer vaccine not being available on a large scale basis until April? Oh, giant retailers like Walmart and Costco are beefing up their covid protocols. It might be because we hit over one hundred and forty thousand new cases in a day recently. So remember, we we're like, oh, we're over 100,000. Now we're approaching 150,000 a day. Well, they so, got lockdowns coming just to a lot guess. of places. That's yeah. like, you know, that's way too many cases in a day. But mm-hmm. uh, in Walmarts, I guess uh, what they're going to do now is they're going to begin counting again how many people are in the stores and limiting the number of customers in at one time to like a one in one out scenario. Like you see it like a popular bar. Oh, right? You guys but, remember the beginning when you yeah. had to wait in the lines outside the grocery store outside yeah. right. in the circles it's like that again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I guess they're trying to keep their stores at 20% capacity. I don't know what that means. Like 20% of whatever the fire marshal says is safe, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But um, it, what it means is lines are going to be brutal at Walmarts during the holiday season. So that's fun. Uh, maybe shop online, right? Get your gifts online. Yeah. Uh, also Cos- order those early because shipping is yeah. going to take forever. Yeah. Order those today. Why don't you get on that this week? At Costco, they are not even allowing customers with medical conditions like asthma or lung stuff uh, to not wear a mask in their stores anymore. Everyone now must wear a mask or face shield, no exceptions. Also, pretty much all major retailers are limiting the amount of certain items, again, like water and toilet paper. You can only get, you know, like a few of each. So oh, great. plan accordingly. That's that's back. Uh, the only good thing about this with the retailers is we can expect some funny maskless people screaming at everyone in the store type videos that we like to, to laugh at and play. Uh, hopefully they don't turn violent like the guy who shoots the guy who works at the store type stuff. And they just are more, you know, someone that's in a rage mode and gets escorted out. Uh, just gets angry. shut down. Yeah. I'll tell <laughs> you what. The, those are the good ones. I'll tell you what. I am really uh, encouraged after I looked at the actual paper statistics of arrests and and physical altercations at the million MAGA march yeah. because if you watch the coverage over the weekend you would have thought it was the most violent thing ever and then you go and you look and the numbers actually aren't that bad so maybe people are just maybe just during lockdown the craziest moments get amplified because everybody sees them uh, twitter was that's the news. pretty bleak on friday night right um okay lastly for covid for today's covid update uh the covid test itself is now coming into question uh specifically the rapid antigen uh test as a pair of high profile people express their frustration and concerns over their rapid test results so elon musk who has not been a big fan of taking COVID seriously since day one, has said he has gotten four, he got four rapid COVID tests in a day, and two were negative and two were positive. So he said something extremely uh, nefarious is going on, uh, and it's bullshit. It's fake, he said, obviously. Yeah, he, he mean, has said, 
he said he has no symptoms or like very mild symptoms and he thinks he might have a mild case of covid but he's not happy about the accuracy of the test thinks something's going on with it and he was tweeting up a storm about covid testing all weekend he even tweeted a summary of all this tweets and, a, and he said hey uh worth reading this thread if you're curious about rona testing so after he tweeted all weekend about coronavirus testing he then uh summed it up in a nice little uh box with a ribbon on top for us if you want to just click on that and scroll it's all through his insanity yeah here's here's one more tweet from elon on the coronavirus from march 19th of this year he said based on current trends probably close to zero new cases in u.s too by the end of april mm-hmm. so he missed that by over a calendar year but uh you know t- trust him on coronavirus stuff he seems to be he seems to be on on the ball with coronavirus stuff he's been claiming it's fake the whole time he, yes he uh in in uh, I forget the county. We covered the story. Alameda County, I think, California, where the uh, Tesla uh, factory in California is. He basically bullied them into letting him work through the shutdown. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, he's just proving like, that robots can't get this type of virus, like in, like infectious virus, because he's like, you know, he's a robot. He's immune to this human virus <laughs> and he's not happy about it. I, he, has, he has his own bugs he has to deal with. I have, a, I have a theory. I just got an alert from Fox News that was uh, – that the first commercial U.S. crewed SpaceX flight to the International Space Station is launching the right Dragon. now. Yeah. yeah, so watching the video of it launching, I think Elon was able to just go on a tear because he knew that at the end of the week he was able to just say, fuck you to everyone, look what I just did. That's yeah. true. Yeah. SpaceX yeah. has gotten him out of a few jams. Exactly. He, 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 he knew. He knew. Everything's forgiven. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's mesmerized yeah. now. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Point, but- that is happening on Sunday night, that space launch. Uh, I'm surprised Elon hasn't claimed he can fix coronavirus yet. I guess he doesn't no, he know, did. take, take it he seriously. Did. He enough. was he was actually the very first to push hydroxychloroquine in the very oh, okay. beginning. Even but I mean like Trump. his own invention. Like, you know, oh, right. right. He's, Some the sort whole of submarine generator. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just doesn't care about it enough to try to fix it himself. Yeah. Lastly, Grammy-winning singer and person with great hair, Erica Badu, revealed over the weekend that she too took the rapid antigen COVID test. And she said... Her left nostril tested positive and her right nostril tested negative. And she's pissed, too, because she has to take these a lot for like her like her music career. And she's like, I know it's not 100 percent accurate, but how the fuck does one nostril test positive and the other test negatives? So there you go. Now, the testing is being questioned and it's false positives. Seems like his accuracy is suspect. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. That's great. That's nice little update on COVID is that the the rapid testing is being questioned and uh, might not be super accurate. Okay. Yeah, that's dangerous, too, because if you go and you get a test and it comes back uh, false positive, you quarantine and you go back out and you're like, I've already got it. I'm fine. Then you fucking get it for real. Yep. And, you you know, or if you get a false negative and you go out and spread it. You can just always say you got a false positive also. So. (laughs) That's true. Well, well, false is (laughs) That's not the best. Going around saying stuff. I'm going with that. This is what I just said. Uh, Buried treasure. Uh, If you guys are hard up for cash. And in the tri-state area, may I recommend that you take a trip up to the Catskills mm. to the town of Phoenicia, New York, uh, to find the alleged buried treasure of Dutch Schultz, the beer baron of the Bronx, who was a uh, prominent bootlegger nice. in Prohibition era times, mm-hmm. who apparently buried $7 million worth of loot back in the day, back in 1933, which today would be worth like $150 million. So he was a very successful bootlegger. It's pretty good, right? Did they yeah. have $500 bills back then? That'd be sweet. Oh, that would be amazing I, to find. They may have. Well, we should look. Uh, we should look into that because uh, well, 
there were some larger denominations like of currency sizes? back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it has to be like gold or something for it to be worth one fifty million today. Otherwise, it would still be worth like so if it's just dollar bills, it'd still be worth the same. Right? Bonds. Oh, right. Okay. Bonds, yeah. gold. <laughs> well, well, dollar bills. Dollar bills. Yes, Wes. But, but it would coins, look cool. Old yeah, coins, cool. like even if it's like saying. a five cent coin, it's like made of copper instead of True. whatever silver. Like, yeah. Yeah. The rarity. Yeah. The rarity of a five hundred dollar bill might bill. make it valuable. Probably yeah. not. But yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Bonds and gold and jewels—they mm-hmm. had Schultz up there, here. guys. Mm. Uh, yeah, so check this out. Uh, apparently, Dutch Schultz was about to go down for tax evasion, uh, and he preemptively hid the treasure. But then he died just two years later, and it could have been from the gonorrhea, uh, <laughs> which was apparently a uh, an attack method of his. He would take gonorrhea, he would dip a rag in it, and then he would place that gonorrhea rag. Over defiant speakeasy owner's eyes as a torture Whoa. method of choice. Is that what? for real? For uh-huh. real. That was one of his methods. How would of he have gonorrhea in a bucket? How did this was the 30s? So he just would produce his own. Everyone knew and someone with he... gonorrhea in the 30s. <laughs> Call up a floozy. <laughs> yeah. Just to uh, hey, honey, shove this up your uh, okay. <laughs> Give you me a bucket a of that rhea. Here's a coin and a bottle. You bomb. got gonorrhea in your eyes now, you idiot. Yeah, hmm. apparently he blinded what one a pub <laughs> one pub owner. He would he would strong arm them into carrying his beer, which apparently was terrible. And then uh, one guy was like, "Nope, not carrying your beer, sonny." So they strung him up by his thumbs and placed a gonorrhea rag and over his eyes, and he it blinded goodness. him. Yeah, well, I, you know he carried his beer after that. There you go. Just five hundred dollar bill was discontinued in nineteen sixty nine, but last printed in nineteen forty five. Very cool. Very cool. Nice. Fact. So brother. Schultz he definitely. So they could have had some five hundred dollar yeah. bills in there. You never know, guys. Anyway, there's a PBS special airing with two Canadian dopes named Steve Zazulk and Ryan Fazix, who call themselves, quote, professional treasure hunters. And they're uh, they're going to be looking for the treasure on this PBS special, which airs next week. Spoiler alert, not having seen anything about the special or knowing anything about it, they didn't find it. They don't find it. Just quick spoiler. Uh, it doesn't happen. No, it's kind of yeah. like every tomb documentary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bigfoot. are there aliens, Bigfoot, all that Maybe crap. Maybe season two. It's out there for us it. to yeah. find, boys. Yeah. Professional treasure hunters. Like, come on. Well, like, Wes is going to go into the uh, metal detection game. Remember? I was talking about it. Uh, yeah. I, I put in the request as for a Christmas present. Um, you know, I was, oh, I, was, oh, I, was talk, I was talking about yes. getting one. My girlfriend was like, Christmas is right around the corner, idiot. Just let me get you one for Christmas. I was like, okay, I can wait till Christmas. Hey, Wes. Yes. That's a great. That's a great idea. However, we don't live near a beach can i throw can i throw a curveball at you hmm. sure a small scuba set because if you go up to mm. uh oh yeah like uh the the rivers where we yeah. float in texas and you take scuba sets down there bro you will find all sorts of treasures i am a big fan of That's a couple true. uh youtube channels of of guys that uh scuba scuba search for treasures in, in, uh, in the waters <laughs> you don't say yeah. you don't say um, <laughs> they find they find guns all the time and shit it's crazy <laughs> you don't say are you are you interested in going to new york now uh, I will. For, I mean, I, I actually read up about this story a little bit, and they they claim they're going to be using metal You're detectors. Already on the case, they claim they're going to be using metal detectors to find it. I, it's probably in some basement somewhere. Uh, well, if you like buried it in the woods, but um, what they said was that they knew some guy from the town who has inside info because his grandfather was like course. muscle for yeah. Dutch Schultz. In some yeah. way, shape, or form. He was the guy that threw the gonorrhea rag over your face. Yeah, and for whatever yeah. reason, he didn't go find it himself. But now these Canadian treasure hunters mm-hmm. with a PBS film crew are in, and he decides, well, now, now it's time. Yeah, yeah I mean, you I mean, you, you need to get up there, Wes. I'm, I'm glad you're already looking into it. Wear, if, some, wear some gloves, because there still yeah. might be some gonorrhea floating around in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, 
if Barstool will send me, I'd love to do like a Caleb uh, style video uh, tre- treasure hunting with these guys. I think it'd be. Fantastic. But yeah, you, I was gonna say, aren't you the subject though? Because you're the nut job that wants to find. Well, it. I would, I would, um, you know, I would infiltrate the ring okay. and then uh, do it that way somehow. But yeah, I'm absolutely down. I love it. All right, cool. Yeah, we, we um, got, yeah, we, yeah, definitely work close because we don't want you to be a goner, Rhea. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but so, all right, I will you can keep uh, that one. I'll, I'll shoot an email to Erica and see if that make that happen. Um, all right, moving on. Got a double theft story for you guys. First to Wisconsin, where a famous tree was cut down and stolen from the Arboretum at the University of Wisconsin. A uh, 25-foot Algonquian pillar Swiss mountain pine, to be exact. It went missing somewhere. There's a picture of it cut down. Very exciting stuff. It went missing somewhere between November 5th and 9th, I believe. The tree was planted in 1988 along with a twin tree, and apparently it was uh, brazen theft as the tree was just 30 yards from a popular high-traffic street with joggers and, and, and vehicles and stuff. Uh, the vandals also cut off a 12-foot section of the top of a white fir tree near there that was uh, planted in 1981 um, but left it on the ground. So uh, definitely a chainsaw was used in the middle of the night, and then university officials are claiming these trees are worth at least thirteen thousand dollars altogether. Let's go, um, let's go steal some trees, boy. It's they're not worth thirteen thousand dollars. This, this is what is they're gonna tell nice insurance. No, that's true. Trees themselves. are expensive as fuck, man. And well, these yeah, are like Christmas trees. Really? These are was just that, nice Christmas trees. Was that the oh. was, was that the cr- cause? Was that the motive or the people hanging yeah, these in their house? For sure. Well, so yeah, that's what the so the um the uh Christmas universe- heist. Yeah, the Arboretum's um, Longnecker Horticultural Gardens uh, curator, David Stevens, thinks someone stole the large Christmas trees for a larger Christmas Christmas tree display, um, and he's devastated. Um, he says, quote, it feels like someone broke into your house and stole something precious to you. Um, mm. So I don't know if he wants the dead tree back, um, but he just wants justice and is urging you to call University of Wisconsin Police if you have any information. Probably like a – yeah. it could be like a it Michigan fan. It was Clark fan, Griswold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. A YouTube.com slash hard fact news to see what Bubba's done to our frames here. Yeah, guys, I'm not I don't know if you see the little, uh, little, little, uh, like a mode pictures he gave us. Yeah, they're awesome. Wes, I particularly oh. like yours. Uh, oh, it's a, you have a pit bull. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. shit. amazing. Oh, I love yeah, it. Pat asked last week for a beaver, so I figured I would, nice. I would give everybody a little one. <laughs> I like the little, <laughs> thank I, you. How, I like them. That's perfect. I didn't know, Will, I didn't know what your spirit animal was, so I went with an alien because you alien know, aliens. Works. Perfect. Yeah. UFOs, Nevada. I was going to do a robot, maybe with your face on it. I don't know. <laughs> Machine Lord. I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, robot probably is the, yeah. Workshop. Hard A. Yeah, What is the phone number to call? Five one two. Oh, two no, 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 seven zero no, no. eight. Yeah, yeah, that's fourteen eighty. That's for voicemails. I mean, to prank the the, the people looking for the tree thieves because I want to record uh, myself saying that I'm uh, like I want to I want to do a Clark Griswold gag. Let Fuck. the old man be. <laughs> He's devastated. Yeah. All right. Um. Hang on. I can. I can. I, can I was at a bar, and uh, <laughs> I got talking to Clark, and he was uh, pretty excited about his new Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're 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 really upset about it. All right, so, fine. Um, yeah. Um, well, mo- moving on to another mm. case of theft. A second. Um, yeah, no, number two theft. Hang on, I was mm. looking for the number. Um, in Santa Cruz, California, a statue belonging to the Bigfoot Discovery Museum was found along the side of the road after police put out a APB uh, to local residents about a, a stolen four foot Bigfoot. 
It was stolen from the, from the museum, dedicated to the mythical and fictitious creature, and is desperately needed to attract crazy people who think Bigfoot might be real. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, going on with what Pat was saying earlier, you called I called crazy, buddy. Yeah, I had a uh, yeah. There's this. Oh, there's whoa. the uh, the picture. I had a buddy in production uh, produce a few episodes of Finding Bigfoot, and when I asked him how it went, he cackled and said, "Oh, we got real close a few times. Just slipped away at the last second again." Always. So uh, that, <laughs> that's kind of how it works in that. In Always that happens. Always fun, though. It's like ghost hunting. Right. They have a good time. Hey, they have a good time. Whatever floats your boat. It's like a hobby. I mean, like, it's essentially hiking with a little bit more purpose. Yeah. Or, and, yeah. And, and it's similar to treasure hunting. I mean, like, if look, you're not going to probably find it, but there's always that hope. It's like it's like having a scratch off that never ends. Like, Which is just, why Wes yeah. wants to get a metal detector. Yeah, he's, I know. But it's a noble cause. Yeah. And awesome. in Wes's case, just it's looking like for a real life stretch off. Yeah. The thing, so the thing awesome. with Wes is, though, he believes it a little more than the average bear. He's pretty certain he's going to find treasure. Like, that's the thing. Is like, so, yeah. so I'm I certain guess, I'm going to win the lottery one day. Yeah, you're certain. I'm definitely certain. <laughs> So I like it. It's, it's it's manifest destiny, bro. If you will it, you know what yeah. I mean. That's right. I got That's the secret true. working with me. That's true. true. Do you think that you're less noble than than uh, ghost hunters? Because you're just looking for treasure out for yourself. Ghost hunters Must- are trying to rid the world of evil spirits. I think I'm more realistic. Okay. Says well, who? Will. Well, they well, try to rid the world. Says who? Yeah, I don't know if they're all trying to rid the world. What if you had a team? Oh, you some think they're bringing them in? You think some they're of them trying to bring in those ghosts. more evil spirits? Some of them want to fuck the ghosts. Oh, shit. <laughs> some of them want closure. Damn, well, I guess some of them want to trap the ghosts and use them as <laughs> I weapons, was being man. Trusting yeah. of, uh, yeah, that's a good point. of of the ghost people. They want to rid the world. If, if you had a treasure hunting team, though, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be valuable to have a ghost hunter on your team in case? Well, you'd these, want all. Yeah, you'd want some of these scenarios are like like sunken ships that have haunted, right. haunted and yeah. shit. You know? In case the yeah. ghost was yeah. guarding the treasure, someone right. talked to the ghost. Yeah. Exactly. Case, like one-eyed Willie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to... I'll, I'm going to look up some ghost stuff. All right. Let's move it along. We got another theft we have to talk about. Uh, this one also spooky. Uh, comes to us from Kevin Nash and uh, the interns in the Hardo Hive. It's about a man in Oklahoma City who is seeking to take the righteous path, fellas. 41-year-old Curtis Bayless was just trying to do the godly thing by getting super high on methamphetamines and then robbing the house of a family who just moved to Oklahoma City at 9.30 a.m. on Thursday morning. Uh, You can see Curtis if you're watching the video. uh, The terrified 16-year-old son threatened to beat Curtis with a baseball bat while Curtis was ramming his head into the screen glass door over and over again, uh, while the mother screamed and pulled her family to run away across the street while the cops came uh, to deal with Curtis, who was just banging his head against the door and eventually got inside Will, the house. Is yeah. Curtis five foot three inches tall? It looks like it from uh, he's about from five, 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 five. Yeah, because he's bowing his head to show you the knot on his <laughs> yeah. head from okay. hitting his head on the door. This guy looks like uh, guy. Mark. Mark, he looks like if you threw a hat on him, he looks like the Valero guy that gives a shit. Oh, kinda. yeah. A little bit. <laughs> you can see his forehead's yeah. busted open from where he was slamming you, his head. Are you talking the about the guy at my Valero that rides no, the bike to work? No. No. The guy that was uh, that talked shit to Mark, like made. Oh, he's okay. just, yeah. Yeah. He's he's always yeah he's always on one. That guy. Yeah. Well, the the Valero guy and Curtis, Curtis was also on one. Uh, When the police arrived, a member of the family absconded across the street to hide away from Curtis. Curtis was high as a kite inside the house, saying to the police that he was on a mission from God to save the world. Not sure how robbing the Sanchez's home was helping that. He was also. Well, you got to let it play out at that point. That's true. Blues (laughs) Brothers fan. Just the start of his plan. 
he was also described as rolling around like a fish out of water in a green puffy jacket before and after he was cuffed. So just totally out of his mind. He's trying to roll his way away from the cuffing. <laughs> He's trying to wiggle his way out of it. It's pretty good. Yeah, just wriggling around the floor. <laughs> Curtis has been remanded to jail, and the Sanchez family seems confident that this is only a slight bump in the road on their path to making a new life in Oklahoma City. Because, again, they had just moved into the neighborhood Jesus like a month Christ. or so ago. Uh-huh. Uh, right into his path. Yeah, it's like zigzagging from an alligator. You confuse the cops when you just roll around like a fish out of water. They can't. They can't slap the cuffs on you. Try. Try and cuff someone while they're rolling yeah. around. Or try to get an erection. Yeah. Right when the cops roll up, take your pants off and get an erection. They're, they're going to think twice about trying to cuff you. That's what that one guy did in the Florida story. He got an erection. He had the Crisco, and it was raining, and he was running down the streets with the full hard on. Yeah, no one wants to tackle you, man. No. If they if there's video of this. I bet the people like the executives at ADT would pay top dollar for this to make it into like a commercial. Oh, yeah. Get, oh yeah. Get, yeah. This, <laughs> the this scene is gold was crazy. So like the guy, the, the son, the 16 year old son notices him in the backyard. And then apparently <laughs> Curtis like catch locks eyes with them and just and just sprints for the screen glass door and starts oh, banging yeah. his head to get in the house. West, AD, ADT like, dream. That's a really great point. I've never thought about. <laughs> and the, there might not be footage of this, but yeah. there's footage of other break ins where no one gets no one gets seriously injured that ADT could easily buy. And well, make. it's yeah. lucky oh, yeah. for Curtis that the mom pulled the 16 year old away. He was sitting there with a baseball bat, like about to beat him up. And then like she, smartly, she pulled him out of the house. And Good Lord. What a scene. Peacefully. What a scene. All right, guys. First of all, let me lead off the story by saying MOT leads United. Mm. Uh, now that we got that out of the way and believe me, keep your eye on leads. They're about to go on a tear and shoot up, a uh, shoot up the board there. In the EPL. Down. Yeah. It must be addressed as a lead into this story. That there is a lot of faking injuries in soccer. Uh, there's a lot of diving and then rolling around like you're Curtis uh, on the ground, like <laughs> like like you got shot in the leg by a sniper from the stands instead of barely touched by the 150 pound midfielder with size nine shoes. Mm-hmm. A lot of that goes on. Um, so it came, you know, as no surprise. There was an incident of faking an injury in Saturday's Brazilian Championship C Series match between Ferro uh, Ferro Viario uh, CE and Jacob. Jacopense uh, B.A. Uh, it was a little surprising. It came from the goalie, one of the least likely people to fake an injury unless there was a sequence where the ball went in the back of the net. But goalies certainly fake it, too, as is evidence of the story. Hmm. And in this case, the goalkeeper of the Bahian team, Jordan, because they only go by like one name over there a lot of times. Jordan got some just desserts for laying on the ground and when he shouldn't have been. Uh, and it wasn't in the form of a yellow card that he got in trouble with. You know, sometimes you fake it. The ref gives you yellow. It was um, the earth that gave him his just desserts as thousands of red ants attacked him. As he laid oh, on an ant shit. Hill. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Surprise, you idiot. You laid on an anthill. Um, and he got, he got, you know, pretty injured there. What so country was, is that again? In Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Mm. It makes sense. Flo- uh, Texas, man, that playing rugby in Texas, fire ant city, lots of fire ant bites, but gotta I be careful. Brazil, I have so many hills in my backyard. Pat, yeah. don't you have ant hills in your new house? Oh my too? God. Yeah. When I came back, cause I'm the killer of the ants in my house. And, uh-huh. and I guess Ian hadn't been taking care of it. When I came back, there yeah, was like mounds. 40 of them. Are you, are you in Texas oh, now? Jesus. I'm in, I'm in New York right now. When I go oh. back. In a couple of days, it's going to be. What What do you do? Do you use the uh, the hardcore dust, like the dust that you dust them and then and then water it? And it I just kill them one the by one, one by mound by mound, mound by mound. Day. No, yeah. ant, ant by ant. ant. By ant. Oh my! That's that's get some molten aluminum over there and do like some cast. You can make some money. 
Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I have a ton of anthills too. We could we could do we could do a series of it. Um but yeah, he was laying on an anthill and he ended up actually getting injured from that. It was a whole scene. They had to take him off the field, strip him down. There's a picture of him like getting stripped down on the sideline and they had to give him like a bath on the sidelines. Like they put like a little privacy oh, thing horrible. up and, and you guys like, have been sworn him. by fire ants before. It's horrible. You oh, have. Yeah, it's the worst. There's There's so picture. many times. So many times. I've been sworn by fire ants in states where they're not even supposed to have them. And then I got got swarmed by him in Louisiana and Texas for years. Remember rugby. in Virginia, we had like a, yeah. a, a like a, a water gun nerf fight, like after graduating high school. The only guy I got swarmed by and, the ants. And we got mm. like we were like drunk and covered in water. And then you, you were sitting down and all of a sudden you're like, why did my balls hurt? And it's because you were getting attacked <laughs> by red ants. They're biting your testicles. Yeah, yeah uh, I've got I'm like I've, I've got like a, I'm like a magnet for bugs, for ants and also for for spiders, too. I've I've always Oof. had like weird spiders, like uh, make webs close to where I sleep. I'm just like I, I'm a magnet. I don't know what I what I have, but I got something. Not that's not good. So yeah. the goalie was off the field for like over five minutes. Uh, he then finally returned to do his job with a bunch of bumps on his body. Uh, he didn't allow any goals in, but his forwards didn't do him any favors as the match ended in a nil nil draw. Tough day for that goalie. Um, but you know what they say in sports: stay on your fucking feet. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Wait, we got we got a uh, we uh, we we sent Bubba a uh, a uh, the jersey that I in, in, initially ordered for Leeds. Oh, oh it looks perfect. Oh, it fits perfect. It looks nice on Bubba. That wow. is slick. Yeah, really number one hive. Oh, yeah. oh, hive number yeah. one. Shit. Holy yeah. shit. You're Bubba. muted again, Bubba. You're on mute, Bubba. Fuck yeah. It's not as it's not as small as I thought. I I think it's great. I love it. It, yeah. it fits perfectly. The hive on the back is clean. My my, awesome. cock, my cockiness is uh, is 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 Bubba's gift. I yeah, ordered well, the large good, and good and I'm I'm kind, into that one. I'm kind of sad that to hear that they're playing Arsenal this weekend because the first time I picked up any sort of our soccer team it was to become an Arsenal fan. So well, not anymore, Bubba. Yeah, Don't I guess I guess I'm not. And you're cutting out. Yeah, no way. Your leads cutting out, Bubba. Cutting out, Bubba. Cutting out. Sorry. Looks good on you, Bubba. Guys, Nancy Pelosi has called off a dinner. For new Democratic members of Congress, after a Twitter backlash from people who claimed the mail, the meal would flout COVID restrictions. Uh, this is on the same day that she described the pandemic as, quote, emergency of the highest magnitude. Mm. Uh, and, a photo and I'll tell with, you more at my indoor dinner. At my indoor <laughs> dinner at a, in a lavish dining room. Uh, a photo was posted of the dining room being prepared at the Capitol. The speaker's 80 years old, told an NBC reporter that it was safe and there was advanced ventilation for the meal. And a capital physician had signed off on it, which means, no, that didn't happen. Uh, right. W- whenever you're in trouble, claim that something they can't prove had been done to prevent uh, the issues that they're ca- saying that you're going to cause. Uh, like advanced mm-hmm. ventilation. Good luck proving that shit. Uh, Chelsea Clinton, yeah. guys, she was the one that kind of brought this backlash, tweeting, please cancel these in-person dinners at Speaker Pelosi and at Kevin O. McCarthy to keep everyone safe from COVID-19. Yourselves and new members, servers, the Capitol Police and all their families and contacts uh, and to show public health leadership. So, guys, the big thing is Thanksgiving's canceled. It right. fucking sucks. Uh, I don't know about where the states you're at, but they're telling us uh, eat it outside, which is going to be snowing, you know, probably. So mm-hmm, nobody's yeah. going to eat it outside out here. I'm seeing family at Christmas, but I'm just doing just just the wife and I just overeating and overdrinking. So that that's fine. I'll be indoors for that. There you go. Uh, guys, Governor Gavin Newsom said Friday that he should not have attended a fancy dinner party honoring a top political advisor, which occurred uh, during California's coronavirus surge. 
And uh, just as the governor is trying to discourage households from gathering for the holidays, uh, he gathered outside this month at the French Laundry to celebrate the 50th uh, birthday of a lobbyist, Jason Kinney. And at first I agreed, but then when I heard that the dinner was at the French Laundry, I said, you go, Governor Newsom. Reservations at that place are impossible. It's a (laughs) once-in-a-lifetime situation. Are they even allowed to be open, though, in in California? It's a nice restaurant in America, and it was outside. I'm sorry, Gavin. You do you. Is it the nicest restaurant? Oh, I I spent $200 on a cookbook from them. They are are like – Thomas Keller. Yeah, Thomas Keller. $200 cookbook. Oh yeah, because so yeah. Californians should should skip Thanksgiving, but he can do do uh, do staff parties. Since Pat, there's a restaurant, restaurant in uh, New York. You and Kate should go check out. Uh, it's what is it called? It's uh, it's one of Thomas Keller's. It's it's a uh, part of the French French Laundry. How long to get a res? Is West? it in San Francisco? I'm so sure you guys it's in Napa. Oh, I think I saw a Thomas Keller restaurant in in uh, the third season of Everyone Feed Phil. I think he was, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was the French Laundry we went to, and then yeah. they had like the, yeah. the, the the sisters on on video. Yeah, it looked pretty yeah. good. Looked yeah. good. Can't beat it. Yeah. You do you, Gavin. Uh, the news came less than two hours after news from strongly discouraged residents from traveling for the holidays. So anyway, a couple some hypocrisies going on. What are you going to do? Everyone play it safe. Cool. <sighs> yeah. I got one more. Everybody, you wanna... Everybody's going to say, I think everybody does exactly what all these politicians do. They say play it safe and then they do whatever the fuck they want. That's what. That's what it does. is to be American. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I got one more. You guys want to do it or you want to? Let's do uh, it. Okay, was, let's do it. I don't want to end on that depressing. Okay, point. fair <laughs> enough. This one's better. Uh, guys, before this story, I thought Belgians were only famous for their uh, waffles and beers. Um, but apparently uh, apparently they claim the French fry, too. But we all know Americans invented those. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. The Germans uh, are claiming that? Yeah, Belgians. Yeah. Belgians. Belgians yeah. and someone Belgian else. Belgian Germans. Bel- no, but there is another country that disputes the French fry with the with the Belgians, not France, us, which is perhaps? clearly us. No, Go on, guys. I'm no, on. No, it. no, no. It's Belgium. It, we, it's it was France question, and Belgium. It was a question we Belgium. had on the um, uh, breakfast version of the dozen with Jeff DeLo, and we got it wrong. Will it was Belgium and we got a country. lot wrong. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it was France. It's France and Belgium. Is it? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, apparently they are also famous for breeding the world's fastest racing pigeons. Um, <laughs> so now, in case you didn't know, the sport of racing pigeons, some say, dates back to 220 AD. And involves a bunch of drunk men releasing a specific type of pigeon, the Homer pigeon, far away from their coops. And then they see which pigeon can return home the fastest. Um, they have these little bands on them. And once they cross over the threshold, it measures the time. And then you get the purse. Um, some of these races are as long as 620 miles. So they take these birds out the way. Some of them work is they everyone breeds their pigeons at their own coop. Then they go release them at a specified mm-hmm. location, which is exactly the same distance away from everyone. They release like 20,000 fucking pigeons. And then they find out who gets home the fastest. Um they Apparently, have to just fi- find their way to the same home to the back to their home. Yep. Yeah. And it can take them like up to like 14 hours sometimes. Um, sometimes they stop for water. But yeah, like the longest ones takes them like 14 hours. So the guys just probably just get like drink Belgian beer and That's wait awesome. for the pigeons to come home. It's, a, it's, cool it, sounds, it sounds amazing. Has yeah. anyone told Mike Tyson about this? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I think I think he yeah. does have. I think he's probably already in it. I would I would say does he does he loves pigeons, doesn't he? Oh, he loves pigeons. So you yeah. take the pigeons out of your coop. Yeah. Drive them to a specified location, release, release. them, yep. drive home, and then just party and wait for them to come. You home. have an you have a yeah. plebe awesome. drive them. You have an intern. Okay, drive yeah, them. yeah. Sure. Right. That's what is the, yeah. What is the percentage of birds that make it back? Oh God, I don't know. Not not all of them. I'm no. sure. Um, but hmm. apparently, these ain't this ancient sport has gotten some new life breathed into it by the Chinese. 
and the sport is becoming a little more elitist than it is, than its working class beginnings. Bubba, you want to uh, play that clip? The same flying rats we kick in New York have been turned into luxury goods, with pigeons auctioning for up to $330,000 per bird, which has turned pigeon racing from an old man's hobby into, if not the sport of kings, at least the sport of China's young princelings. Yeah. Nice. So it's big in China. So the big, when, big... when did Vice hire Sam Waxler? <laughs> so the big story that, that you, the, the reason i'm doing this story is because the big news is that uh, apparently they have these auctions for these fucking fast pigeons and this year after a two-week-long auction for fucking pigeons two wealthy chinese pigeon lovers going by the undercover names of super duper and hitman got into a bidding war that ended up with super duper getting a pigeon named new kim for 1.9 million dollars uh yeah he paid 1.9 million dollars for this one fucking pigeon um must have been and, delicious. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently it's, it's, it's actually like so some of these purses now in China are up to like 10 million bucks. So it's kind of like a if, if, if the pigeon's going to produce, it's a good investment. Look, this um, is much better than like them like betting on like a human like, you know, like sacrifice or like human like yeah, right. dangerous Maybe they game. Could figure out where you're hunting humans. Let them play with the, let them play yeah. with the pigeons. For right. I don't mind that pigeon in China, Mark. Um, um, I mean, <laughs> yes. Allegedly. <laughs> Pigeon yeah. betting, pigeon betting is, is is not bad compared to some of the other stuff that's allegedly happening over there. Six, oh yeah, that, six years is the is the li- is the lifespan of a pigeon. So that's a, I mean, if you get six years of racing out of it, that well, these no, these can last up to fifteen years. This specific uh, breed, Whoa. these Homer pigeons, they can go up to fifteen years. Um, so I guess the plan is to breed this pigeon with this pigeon called named Ar- Armando. This is a hen, New Chem. Armando is a famous pigeon that was sold for $1.4 million. So now Armando Coxman. fucks. Yeah. yeah, he fucks. And uh, congratulations to Super Duper on purchasing New Chem, the pigeon, for $1.9 million. Um, I kind of hope a cat gets it. Um, and that's yeah. gonna- <laughs> They're studying out pigeons. This is great. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you again for listening, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed your weekend. Uh, again, we're on radio live, so call in. What's the number? Eight five five something. Eight three three eight five stool. Something like that. Something yes. like that. Well, it's it's on from uh, t- uh, we're on from ten to eleven Eastern time on uh, XM Series eighty five Barstool Radio. So please call in with any uh, questions you might have for us. Um, buy some merch. Stay safe and have a great fucking day. Studding out pigeons, man. Yeah. Pigeons flying past, pigeons flying past, but they don't know. Whoa, the rumble of the city drowned out by the beauty of their song, of their song. Pecking merrily, pretending not to see all that I. Shadows alight on pavement as they fly across the sun, across the sun.